1: Hi, everybody. Tina here. If you've been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, you've heard me talk about the health coach that I've been working with, Lale. Well, we have a very, very special surprise for you today. We've got Lale here with us, recording to answer all of your burning questions. Now, if you haven't heard us talk about Lale, Lale Krasandi is an integrative, holistic health coach and a certified life coach based in New York City. She works with individuals of many ages and backgrounds, probably a lot like you, who are deeply ready to transform their bodies and their gut, but have no idea where to start. After overcoming many health issues and educating herself on cleansing her own body, she is committed to helping others discover how they, too, can feel the most energized, energized, toxin-free, confident, and grounded versions of themselves. A healthy body is possible for anyone. Through her personalized approach, her clients have seen complete health and wellness transformations. I'm one of those clients, including stress management, resetting their gut, lifestyle changes, full kitchen makeovers, grocery store tours, seasonal meal planning, and more. We are thrilled to have Lale today, so please welcome Lale Korsandi. Lale, hi! Hello! We are so excited to have you today. It's so nice to see your beautiful face. We're so excited to meet you. We've been so
0: excited. Okay, so we heard a little bit about you, but I really want to know how, where, you're, where are you from and how did you even find your way to New York City? Yeah,
2: um, I'm from Southern California. Oh. Um, I am 29 years old, and I was born and raised in Southern California, went to school at UC Irvine. Um And while I was at UC Irvine, I was in the drama program and we had an amazing like six week program here in New York to, I'm an actor, by the way, as well. So um, I was in the drama program. Um, They gave us a six week program in New York to take with a bunch of directors, casting directors. And after that six weeks, I called my mom. I was like, I'm moving to New York after graduation. (laughs) I'm sorry. So um, right after graduation, I packed my bags and now I'm auditioning for different Broadway shows, TV shows, and things like that. Oh my God. I love that. So
1: you, you and I actually met doing a show. That's how we initially met. Yes. Um, and Lale is like such a gorgeous performer. You have like one of those beautiful voices I've ever heard <gasps> in my life. You sound like an angel. Thank you. Yes, oh my gosh. you are an earth angel. Um, but, Okay, so you're a performer, we're performers as well, and you're also running your own business on the side. Because like being a performer, being an actor is not for the weak-hearted or not for the lazy at all. So you're doing that, but you're also running your own business. What makes you so passionate about
2: both of these careers? Um, I mean, I was going to say actors are also entrepreneurs as well. You're, you run your own business, you run your own show. Um, wait, what was your question?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what makes you so passionate about um, – like, how did you get started into the health field? We kind of oh, heard yeah, about yeah. – But like, what makes you so passionate about each career that you have?
2: Totally. Um, Well, I was an ex-D1 athlete. I played water polo in school and in high school. And then that's how I got into college too and found the right school that had both a drama drama program and a water polo program. Um, So as an athlete growing up, and always an actor. So I would literally go from water polo practice to choir concerts or, you know, voice lessons, whatever. And it's so interesting now that as as an adult, I'm still pursuing the same two careers that I pursued as a kid and the same two passions. Um, So I've always sought out the best way to like feel my body for optimal performance and brain function and gut health and all of those things. And basically how I got into health coaching is um, after years of like digestive issues, bloating, high cortisol, adrenal fatigue, like all of these things as well. Body dysmorphia, disordered eating, um, I needed a change. And I just did the research. And like I read and read and read and reached out to mentors and listened to podcasts and just like soaked everything up and went back to school and basically healed my own health issues and lessened my toxic load. And I wanted to help other people do that. And it it all started just like starting my Insta- Instagram account, Lal told me to, um, cause my aunt and I would send each other recipes and all these fun things. And she's like, just, just start an Instagram. I think other people would like it. It's just for fun. And as it continued and I started growing a following, people would reach out to me and be like, Hey, can you help me? I like what you're saying. Like I, I need help. Um, so I was like, okay. So I actually went back and got my life coach certification and my integrative health coaching certification. And that's pretty much where I am today. Um, I help people men and women I was gonna say women but I help men and women heal their relationships with food and heal the relationships with their body exactly how I did and basically help clients break out of their subconscious like autopilot or their like daily conditioning habits that they are and that are keeping them stuck from repeating their past so the relationship I have with myself and the way I show up for my friends and my family and what I look for in a partner has like completely shifted in the last two years. And I have never felt more at home with myself because of this lesson that my grandpa taught me, whether he knows it or not, which I think he does. But he had such an amazing life and he had many lives. He was the head of the Iranian Air Force. And when the revolution happened, he had to get out and he got my grandma, my mom and my aunt on the last plane to the U.S and started a new life in California and every time you sat down with him we would always laugh and joke that like he was teaching us a lesson there's always a story there's always a lesson and we'd be like here are the wise words so he taught me a lesson at many and in many chapters of my life but the biggest one he taught me was in his last moments and he got really sick and he was in the hospital And he was really, really struggling to breathe. And my sisters and I were around him for about a, about a day. And he was definitely like, we knew it was his last moments. And with my family and I holding him and allowing him to take his last breath with all of us surrounding him, I realized that he was teaching me a lesson, like right then and there too, in the midst of all the tears, in the midst of the the grief and the sorrow, he was teaching me a lesson. And, um, I learned at the end of the end of the day, when you strip everything away, the relationships and the love in your life are all that matters. The love that you have with your family, with your chosen family, with your friends, with yourself, that is all that matters at the end of the day. And that's completely influenced the way I go about my life now. Um, And I know you know, I can accomplish anything I dream of. Careers are so important and I know I'm going to make it on Broadway and I know I'm going to be in a television show. And, and I also know that in my health coaching business, I'm going to continue to change people's relationships with their food and their bodies for the rest of my life because that's also what's important to me. And those are all amazing goals that give our life color and layers and sense of purpose. But for me, it all stems from loving myself enough to spread that love to everyone around me. Um, but that lesson has like completely shifted what I'm looking for in life, in a partner, in friends, in my family, and me, and how I show up for the people around me. And most importantly, how I show up every moment of the day for myself. I'm so interested. What
0: were the most significant changes for you? Like when you, way back when you were at the point of healing yourself and your high cortisol and adrenal fatigue, what do you think were the things that made the most difference in your health personally?
2: Mm. So, I mean, Tina knows a little bit about this or a lot about a lot of bit about this. (laughs) Um, My whole approach to coaching answers that question. So I'll, I'll tell you about that. My whole approach to coaching breaks down eating our lives and all of these things into primary food and secondary food. So primary food is essentially career, physical activity, relationships, spirituality, and it's more than just what goes on the plate. And I call it primary food because these healthy relationships, regular physical activity, having a fulfilling career, a sense of purpose, a spiritual practice, can fill our soul and satisfy our hunger for life way more than secondary food, which is the actual food that's on our plate. So it's finding the balance of all of these primary food categories Um, and understanding that if there's a, if there's something off balance in those categories, we always turn to secondary food. Does that make sense? Oh, yes. So much
1: sense. If you're stressed or if you're happy or if you're sad, you turn to food to comfort yourself or punish yourself or, you know, relieve yourself. or celebrate. Celebrate. Yeah.
2: It's the idea that like as children, we always lived in primary food. We would dream, we would play, we would sing, dance, and then our moms would be like, Hey, it's dinner time, and be like, Oh, dang it. Like, you know? And it's this kind of getting back to that, getting back to what feeds our lives in the primary food categories.
1: Yeah. Oh, I just love So can you can you kind of take us through so you're like the, I, I consider you like the model version because you're always like posting <gasps> your day in the life. And I'm like, that's what we're striving for is like what Lolly's doing. And you helped, <laughs> I mean, you helped me really get back to a lot of those great fundamentals of, you know, taking time for myself and resting and listening to my body, what I need. And I'm able to like n- understand my hunger cues now. I didn't even know what a hunger cue was, you know, mm-hmm. four months ago. Um, but can you kind of walk us through you personally, lales like day in the life, like you're sleeping. What are you eating? What, what time are you getting up? What are you doing to work out? What's your mm. typical go-to day?
2: Okay. Um, yeah, I will definitely walk you through. Oh, but to answer your question, Alex, before a lot of things in my primary food life were so out of balance. Mm. Like I hated my job. I hated the survival job as actors call them. I was working in a restaurant. I just was really unhappy in a lot of areas of my life. And that was causing the adrenal fatigue that was causing the hormone imbalances. And, and so after I kind of tackled some of those things, and in addition, a lot of the food I was eating as well was causing inflammation. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really working both of those things in tandem. Um, so yeah, that was, that was the other thought that I had, but my, a day in my life. Um, I love that. It's so funny because I never do like the, what I eat in a day videos or or things like that. Because I strongly believe that like what works for my body and what works for a client like you Tina may not work for a client like Alex. Like it just is so, we're, our bodies are so different. So I don't love those videos cause it starts comparing portion sizes and sure. types of protein and you know things like that. Mm-hmm. But a day in my life would be um, always eight hours of sleep. And I wake up, I have a probiotic and 32 ounces of water right away. Um, And then I guess a general rule of thumb for everyone is to 16 to 32 ounces of water before anything. And then the the rest of your day will look like a little bit of fruit because that goes through the body the fastest. Um, And then you work through the rest of your day raw before cooked and then the denser foods towards the end of your digestion, your end of your day. And then you don't eat any fruit on top of that food. does that make sense? So yes, it's for, I mean- that's for optimal digestion. And then as far as like adrenal fatigue and all of that, um, I tackled that a few years ago, but now I'm experimenting with caffeine levels. And I used to do like one shots a day and still be exhausted. And that's how I knew like, there's something wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I actually cut out caffeine altogether for about two years. And that was a little extreme, but it completely healed. And my, my adrenals were able to then... Produce its own energy, and my body was feeling its own energy on its own. um So now I I'm experimenting because I I usually do like one matcha or one cup of coffee once in a while, and always if I then want if I crave the taste of coffee I do de- de- decaf. But <laughs> yeah.
1: I remember that but, being like my one like huge sticking point when we were working together. I was like, absolutely no, I'm not cutting out my coffee. But I'll yeah. tell you what, my my caffeine intake and the time of when I'm doing it and when I'm how I'm ingesting it has changed drastically. I mean, I used to just coffee. I would wake up and I would go to bed. It was coffee all day, every day. Wow. and I then you were
0: doing that much. Uh,
1: oh, I was like, I would drink coffee all <sighs> day long. And then Lale and I worked together and you explained, you know, cortisol levels and caffeine and how those are intertwined. And now I'm down mm-hmm. to like two cups a day maximum. I never drink coffee after 2 PM. Um, you know, it's like, so it's like, it's little things, little steps, but God, it's made a huge difference. A huge difference. Yeah. I mean,
0: that's, that's the one thing I can't do either. I feel like I eat so clean. I drink only twice a week, but like, I need my coffee in the morning with just a little bit of almond milk. Like I just need it. I look forward to it. Like I need it. I try not to do a second cup unless I'm like really desperate, but I need that, just that little bit of morning coffee. Like, I don't think I can give it up.
2: Yeah. And you know what? I mean, Tina and I talked about this throughout the the time we've worked together, but it's it's not perfectionism we're, we're striving for. It's if that cup of poppy brings you joy every day, then just enjoy that cup of coffee and get excited for tomorrow, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not about excess. It's not about restriction. It's literally just finding the balance that works for you and- consistency. I'm
0: interested there. Do you experiment with any like times eating or intermittent fasting at all? It sounds like you're more into food combining and optimal digestion, but is there a certain time of night that you try to stop eating or do you believe in that? Do you have any theories around times of day.
2: Yeah. I definitely don't put a label on anything as far as like intermittent fasting and things like that with my clients. Um, Cause we're, and this is a different topic of conversation we can discuss, but a lot of clients come to me with a background of mm. extreme dieting and Weight Watchers and Adkins and, and this, that, the other. So my work is to create a healthy lifestyle that promotes the optimal digestion and just feeling good all around without the restriction and without the labels. So my, my rule of thumb for giving your body a break to digest is 12 hours. So whatever that means to you, 12 to 16 hours, um, to rest and digest. So if you're eating, if you're going out for like a nice dinner and the only reservation you can get was eight o'clock, eat at eight o'clock. Don't go to bed until maybe 10, 30, 11, like give yourself two hours, three hours before bed. And then by like 10 a.m. the next day, have your breakfast. It's so, I I, I really, really
0: agree with that. I was experimenting with intermittent fasting a while ago and I was getting up and I was doing a hard workout on an empty stomach and then I just wouldn't feel well. And then by the time lunch came around, I I wanted to eat like three lunches because I was so over hungry. But so now I just realized, okay, I'm a breakfast person. Like I need my egg with my avocado. Like I, that's just what I need. But I really do. My body loves the nighttime rest and digest. Like I love not eating after seven because then I feel like I sleep better. I wake up more energetic. I wake up hungry for breakfast. Like that's what works for me. But yeah, that's so interesting. I really, it's just, it's interesting to know your approach and that your typical client comes to you with a heavy diet background, because I I feel like some people would think oh you know we're starting from scratch if you're seeing a health coach and that's not the case
2: no we're just building upon the lifestyle you have and the whole with keeping in mind the whole idea of primary food so if it's your friend's birthday or you're just going out to dinner once a week and again like you can't find a reservation but you still want to celebrate like I want to break free of all the rules that we've been told like I can't eat past eight like shoot should I go like no don't miss out on that opportunity to like create stronger relationships that's crazy you know that's like such awful food rules yeah
1: so uh, what I loved so much about working with you is how compassionate you were and how how compassionate you made me to myself you know it was like yeah go live your life like I was when I came to you I was just about to go on a trip to Disney World and it was like well how am I gonna do that it's like enjoy yourself like listen to your body, take protein bars. So you don't, you know, your blood sugar doesn't get low because you're going to be like out and about. But like, if you want to have the fried chicken, have the fried chicken. And it's like, yeah, we, we have so many rules and so much stress around, you know, our decisions. And we talked a lot about decision fatigue. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm curious because I came to you with like a whole slew of like, these are my problems. What would you say <laughs> is like the number one thing people come to you as with a struggle? Like what's the number one thing that your clients struggle with?
2: Um, they all come to me for weight loss always is like their first thing. Um, and we always uncover maybe within the first session or second that it's way deeper. And there's a lot of um, inner child healing that needs to be done and re-parenting ourselves and changing the, some of those narratives and those beliefs that we've been told. Um, and from there, that's when a lot of, a lot of things unravel. So, I mean, Tina, you're so self-aware and like us actors are very in tune with ourselves. So it's really cool that you had the list of things you wanted to work on, but a lot of people have no idea, to be honest. And it's more just like, and that's why it was really important for me to go to a life coaching, go through a life coaching certification, because I got the tools to communicate with people better and to know how to ask questions without trying to fix People and like be the fixer is what they call it. Yeah, um, it's just to facilitate an open conversation so people can tap into themselves. Yeah, easier. I mean it's all connected.
0: You know, Antina and I were actors, mm-hmm. but we also are big believers in therapy. And so we love therapy, we go to therapy, so we're used to kind of like looking under the hood and being like, okay, yeah, I'm not proud of this, but like this is what's going on. You know what I mean? Um, Okay, I'm Mm -hmm. interested Mm -hmm. in just some specifics, like some tips, some food recommendations. So we'll just use me as an example, but I feel like a lot of women struggle with this. So I have um, low thyroid, so I have a sluggish metabolism, and also I struggle with a little bit of a hormone imbalance. And I'm just interested if you were working with someone like me, I mean, I know you're not, you haven't looked at my blood work. You haven't, like we haven't had a session, (laughs) but just, are there some, some tips, some tricks, some food recommendations that you could give any woman who is struggling with slow metabolism or wants to support their hormones?
2: Yeah. So you said it, first of all, all my clients go through a health history form. We discuss everything, um, even parents, like health history to their, their parents, because it really makes a difference. Um, and then one of the first things I also tell them is to get their blood work checked, because that's always a great thing to know what the levels are. And, and then we go from there. So first things first, I mean, the whole gut microbiome phrase has been such a fad recently. Um, and I'm so excited about it, because everything that happens in the gut dictates what's going on with everything. Um, so I would definitely say, let's take a look at your gut health and strengthening the gut lining and seeing what's going on with that. And then we can get into, into food. So I'll give you like a couple things to run down, but the it's the whole idea of food is medicine. Food isn't just calories. It's not just the macros you're counting it's information. And it's the idea of your, are you upgrading or downgrading your body with every bite? Um, it affects everything, your hormones, your brain chemistry, your microbiome. So I would say, um, to definitely get going on the gut and that's a probiotic or a supplement that helps with strengthening the gut lining. And then for the hormones and what was the other one that you mentioned? Um, slow metabolism and hormone support. Oh, me- metabolism. Yes, metabolism. Um, I would say rich omega-3 like fatty acid good goods like salmon, like seaweed, like avocado, um, like omega-3 supplement. Um, this company Shazandu has an amazing supplement that's plant-based, but it is an awesome omega-3 omega and it brings down inflammation um, and keeping a good source of magnesium and potassium in your diet. So, and all of these things can come, yeah, there's some great supplements out there, but whole foods, whole foods and herbs. And that's what like the holistic side of the title, like integrative holistic, health coach. Integrative means that we integrate Western and Eastern modalities. So I say, go get your blood work done by your Western medicine doctor, but also let's tap into acupuncture. Let's tap into herbal healing and and things like that. Um, A lot of clients that I work with also go off of birth control with me. They have been on the IED for five years or they've been on the pill, but they just want to naturally track and and just get off of those, those hormones. Oh my God, those hormones. Um, so I help them do that. And acupuncture has been a huge thing. And for me as well, I love acupuncture.
1: I love acupuncture too. I haven't been, I used to get it done when I worked on cruise ships and I loved oh. it. Um, mm-hmm. I
2: need to go do that. I, th- I feel
1: like I need to get back into acupuncture. That's a great idea. Um, There's a
2: great spot downtown.
1: Really? Okay, we we have to get all your like favorite hotspots before you leave today. Yes, um, okay. Because we want to know like all all the, all the best places but acupuncture for sure. Hello, I'm David. And I'm Megan. And we host a show called Dress for the Podcast You Want. Do you get it? It's like Dress for the Job You Want, but it's a podcast. It's a show about success, how we define it, why we crave it, and what we do with it once we have it. Each week, we feature a new successful guest to hear their stories, get their advice, and sometimes make them sing a silly song. Or do an improv where they're trapped in the wilderness. Ah, do you call. You should come check it out. It's a lot of fun. It's got a lot of heart. And hey, all the successful people are doing it. Dress for the Podcast You Want, hosted by Dimly Wit and Background Joyce, Available wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Ah! How you gone? They <laughs> say let's take a look at your gut health and strengthening the gut lining and seeing what's going on with that. And then we can get into in, into food. So I'll give you like a couple things to run down. But the It's the whole idea of food is medicine. Food isn't just calories. It's not just the macros you're counting. It's information. And it's the idea of, are you upgrading or downgrading your body with every bite? Um, It affects everything, your hormones, your brain chemistry, your microbiome. So I would say um, to definitely get going on the gut, and that's a probiotic or a supplement that helps with strengthening the gut lining. And then for the hormones and what was the other one that you mentioned? Um, slow metabolism and hormone support. Oh, metabolism. Yes. Metabolism. Um, I would say rich omega-3, like fatty acid, good goods, like salmon, like seaweed, like avocado, um, like omega-3 supplement. Um, this company Shazandu has an amazing supplement that's plant-based, but it is an awesome Some omega omega omega-3 and it brings down inflammation um, and keeping a good source of magnesium and potassium in your diet. So, and all of these things can come. Yeah, there's some great supplements out there, but whole foods, whole foods and herbs. And that's what like the holistic side of the title, like integrative holistic health coach. Integrative means that we integrate Western and Eastern modalities. So I say go get your blood work done by your Western medicine doctor, but also let's tap into acupuncture, let's tap into herbal healing and and things like that. a lot of clients that I work with also go off of birth control with me. They have been on the IED for five years or they've been on the pill, but they just want to naturally track and and just get off of those hormones. Those home- Oh my god, those hormones! Um, so I help them do that, and acupuncture has been a huge thing, and for me as well. I love acupuncture.
1: I love acupuncture too. I haven't been. I used to get it done when I worked on cruise ships, and I loved oh. it. Um, mm-hmm. I need to go do that. I, th- I feel like I need to get back into acupuncture. That's a great idea. Um, There's a
2: great spot downtown.
1: Really? Okay. We we have yeah. to get all your like favorite hot spots before you leave today. Yes. Um, okay. Because we want to know like all all the all the best places but acupuncture for
2: sure. So I feel like this is a question that I have to ask
1: because I love to drink alcohol. Um, and what is like, what would you say is like, like, it's like the coffee thing. Like, I'm not going to give up drinking my wine or like going out with friends or having a cocktail, but like how, what's like a healthy, what's the healthiest way to have alcohol in your diet?
2: Uh, moderation you know, and that's, that's so, such an annoying answer. I know. Um, but moderation, like everything, you know, you, we want to keep a balanced life as in regards to everything. Yeah. So um, I personally do drink as well once in a while. Um, and there are so, so many, um, non-alcoholic spirits that are out there now. So for my sober curious or sober friends, like I'm obsessed with Olipop. I'm, obs- there's a, Aperol Spritz, non-alcoholic brand Ooh. that like, yeah, there's just, there's something for everything. There's a company called Athletic Brewing that has like non-alcoholic beer. That's just so good. Um, so I'd say moderation. I mean, like if you can have maybe one to two drinks. A week and for anything I would say what's your intention behind it like a yeah. lot of a lot of people who are in the young 20s and I'm definitely one who has done this too like I drink I used to drink to get drunk and I used to drink to um, meet people and like be comfortable and now I'm like more at home with myself than ever that I don't necessarily need it <laughs> like yeah. if it doesn't make me feel good I'm still going to have such a fun time. Totally. Have you been to
1: one of the, because they're popping up all over the United States and like, especially in New York, the um, non-alcoholic bars, like they're actual bars where they don't serve alcohol. Have you been to any of those?
2: Oh, how fun. No, I've been to many non-alcoholic Liquor stores. That's awesome. There's a few that's popped up in the city. I love that. So much fun. They have something for, for everything.
0: I love it. Yeah. It's for the nights where, like, I'm like, okay, I had my two drinks this week, but I feel like having a fun cocktail. And I pour it in a little glass and it's like adaptogens that just makes me feel good. I love it. And I don't feel like I'm suffering. It's not like, ugh, doing this. Like, it's fun and it's good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, and with the coffee too, it's usually all about the ritual. Like, it totally is. It
0: totally is about the ritual with cocktails too. You just, you want the ritual, of like coming home at the end of the day. This is my me time. This is my fancy glass. This is what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When I'm trying it's- to cut back on alcohol, my go-to trick is kombucha and a wine glass. Like it's my favorite thing Absolutely. to do. Because it totally is that like oral fixation of like sitting down with a fancy wine glass. And I'm always like with my kombucha, it's I'll cut it with a little seltzer to make it last longer. And totally. it
2: really does the trick a lot of the times. Yeah, it's all about the ritual. And I I come home and I always crave like Olipop or a sparkling water or something because yeah. you do want something. Yeah, like, you fun want something fun at the end of the day.
1: <laughs> but you know, sometimes you need a drink. So sometimes you. it's all about, like you said, moderation. Well, wait, I'm mm-hmm. interested in, you see a lot of women. I'm
0: interested in, is there something that you are finding a lot of women are deficient in or a vitamin or supplement that you're finding that the women that you work with like really, really benefit from? Is it vitamin D? Is it the omega threes? Like, what are you feeling like is the most important?
2: Um, I would say it's hard to generalize. And, you know, everyone is deficient in this. But usually, yes, you, you hit the nail on the head, always omega threes. And it's always um, vitamin D. Definitely. People come to me like, Oh, I'm, I'm experiencing hair loss, or I'm experiencing a little bit of fatigue. And it's Usually if you don't know if you're deficient in vitamin D, you yeah. usually are.
1: I, I'm deficient in vitamin D. I'm I always that always shows up on my blood work. Yeah.
0: I just feel like most women most women are. Um, Lale, you post a lot about clean beauty. You were posting about your favorite clean sunscreens. I'm super into clean beauty. I I just love it. I love looking up ingredients. I love learning more. What are some of your favorite clean brands that you're finding? Ooh, um,
2: Lolly Beauty, which is funny because it kind of sounds like my name Lolly. (laughs) It definitely does. Yes.
1: (laughs) Partnership.
2: Um, Yeah. Yeah, um, Lolly Beauty, they... They package everything um in glass and and biodegradable ingredients, and then all or biodegradable packaging. and then their ingredients are like best of the best and all things that you know and you understand. So essentially they're and they're all food grade ingredients, which means that if you do Ooh. ingest them, you're fine. Like it's just it's amazing norm normal things. and that's exactly what um they don't like tell you to ingest it, but just in case it, it happens, um, it's food grade. So, it's not going to harm your body. And that's, what's important for any, any clean beauty thing. Um, aside from makeup, like your, our skin soaks 85% of the ingredients up. And that's what I was talking about earlier about lessening the toxic load. So clean beauty is not just to like get on the train because it's cool. It's actually like, we're lessening the amount of toxins that are getting into our body and into our skin. Um, cause that's what causes inflammation down the line. That's what is, Cancer causing, or what they're finding causes cancer, um, and things like that. So that's what that's why it's important to me, and that. So Lolly Beauty and Plant People, which is actually a CBD company um, that I love. Their CBD. Oh yeah, you guys work with them. Oh, I forgot. We're well. We're in the
0: middle. Uh, we're gonna report back. We're in the middle of trying a bunch of their products, and we cannot wait to report back and share. We're
1: so excited because I love you. Got me hooked on their sleep drops. Yes. I I'm off of melatonin now because I didn't realize you were the one. I was in. Okay, here's what's so great about Lale. I'm taking a side side street to talk about this for a minute. When you work with Lale, she and I the program that I did, we I was able to like be in a grocery store or be at a Duane Reed or whatever, and text her and say. Okay, I'm I'm here. I've got a, a decision between two products. Like what which one is better or can you recommend this out, the other thing? And she texted me like what, what the best thing to do is. And I remember being in the Duane Reed at 57th Street and I was like, <laughs> I can't sleep all night. I'm out of melatonin. I'm at the Reed. Um, What is there a melatonin that you like? And you were so like gentle to not be like, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, please don't use melatonin. It was just like, so just so you know, like melatonin has been linked to like screw up your circadian rhythm, which I was like, wait, what? And like, I had no idea it, it had these negative health benefits to you. Cause I was thinking, well, it's natural. It's a natural sleep aid, but you like wrote me back with this, like super easy to like digest reasoning and like backup research of like why melatonin isn't great. And then like a whole list of alternatives. And like, I went home that night and ordered the plant people, um, sleep drops and I will never return to melatonin.
2: <coughs> I'm obsessed. Plant people. It's amazing. They yeah. also offer like CBD sleep drops, which is a formula that you can take at night walk in order to like get you knocked out. But there's also one, a blend that you can take during the day. So if you're one that's more anxious um, or going on a plane or something, and you still need to be like aware of what's going on, they have a daytime blend too. So that's, it's just a beautiful thing. But I was saying about the clean beauty, they have a CBD face serum, which I think you got in the mail as well. It's my favorite thing to use at night. It's so nice and so moisturizing and I love
1: it. Yes.
0: Alex, you're trying that one out. I'm, I'm in the middle of trying that one out. I can't wait to like fully share. Um, okay. So what are some ingredients that you see in mm-hmm. self-care products that you think and your research are the most harmful?
2: Oh, I posted about this on my Instagram, yeah. um, with the sunscreens. So to tie back about what we talked about in regards to the sunscreens. Um, and I mean, this is also something too, that like, I geek out about this stuff. So I'm always learning, I'm always researching and then immediately tell my clients or tell my Instagram. So something that I found really interesting was there are three ingredients, forgive me if I say them incorrectly, please in sunscreens that are super harmful and literally found in every single drugstore sunscreen. I was like shocked when I started doing the research. Um, Oxybenzone, octinosate and almost say late like, don't don't quote, don't quote me on that as far as the pronunciation but
0: i knew oxybenzone that's the, always the one i look out for as a big no
2: big no mm-hmm. um so yeah i posted all about like the clean sunscreens that don't have them sprays face facial and lotions and it's just been really really empowering to learn about something that's you know it's very niche sunscreen and then maybe next week it's shampoo but like to learn about these three ingredients and what not to look for. And then to let all my friends and family know. Yeah. It's like what I mean, it's,
0: it's just ridiculous <laughs> because you grow up and you go, you think if something's at the store, someone somewhere will have vetted it and looked at the ingredients, but it's just not the case. Europe is way far ahead of us, way further ahead.
2: Yeah. A big thing is to look for the European standards. Cause like if you go to Target and it says dermatologists tested. Okay. So they put it on their hands and that's it. That's a dermatologist tested. <laughs> like, it's crazy. That's literally it.
0: It's so scary. Lale, have you have you heard of the Think Dirty app? No. Okay, it's an app. They don't have every single thing on there, but they have a lot. And they go by the EU standards and- It'll tell you, it'll give a rating, like a one out of 10. Like a one is as clean as you can be, a 10 is really dirty about like how clean or dirty a product is. And if something has a mm. five, maybe it has one or two ingredients and you can go and look up which ingredient it is and decide for yourself, like which one you might be into it. I love it. I really love it.
2: Actually, I would love to take a look because I use a database um, from the EWG, the Environmental Working Group, and it's essentially the same thing. It rates products one to 10. Um, But what I love about it is that they give you a number. So it's a two, but they tell you why it's a two and they break down every single ingredient and they tell you this causes endocrine disrupting, this causes, and it you know tells you so much information about why it's a two. And that's what I love. Exactly. Me too.
1: That's amazing. I love that we have all this information at our fingertips.
0: Me too. I mean, it's a lot of work. Like I hope that in 10 years, all of this work is done for us. But yeah, it's really nice that we can, that we can go. And
2: I, that's like, a, the, I would love that too. Um, what I'm realizing the more into the health world I am researching and diving into is that in the U S big pharma is number one. Mm-hmm. And like, they want us to need medication because that's where a lot of money is coming from, unfortunately. Yeah. Um And that's, it's it's just too bad so I, d- I hope that's the case yes um if not I will just continue to research and continue to let everyone know ASAP about certain you. things that they should be looking out for thanks Lale. <laughs> yeah really good for
1: you okay Lale, do we need to be getting colonics talk, yes. talk to us about colonics tell our listeners what we need to know about colonics and why we should all get them yes
2: Yes. Oh my
1: gosh. Have you gotten yours yet? No. I'm still. I'm. I don't know why I can't just like pull the trigger and book it. (laughs) I don't. I'm just. I'm. I'm nervous. I'm not. I'm nervous. So can you just like talk us through it again? I know you've done this a million times for me.
2: Sure. I mean, (laughs) what? What do you? What do you want to know? Well, like, what is a colonic? Number one.
1: Yes. Let's like really break it down for anybody who's not in the know of what a colonic is or what it does or the benefits.
2: Okay. So I'm not a colonic therapist. I've just gotten them many times. So if I'm not explaining this correctly, forgive me. But it's essentially just introducing purified water into the colon and into the intestines and flushing out old waste that's like the wow that's exactly that was really that was great That's, that's a colonic in a nutshell so it's not scary it's not anything and the therapist is with you for an hour they're talking to you they're giving you a little ab massage but it's the idea that the standard american diet Has a lot of um. I was gonna. Can I? It's. I was gonna say. It's okay. You can say a shit has a lot of shit in it. (laughs) Yeah, you can. I didn't know. You can say that. Okay, I didn't know um who listens to this. So the standard American diet has a lot of shit in it, and it needs to be taken out. And slowly over the course of twenty five, me twenty nine years, you eat a standard American diet, and it kind of sticks to the intestinal wall, and it sticks to the colon, and and. By 60 and 70, a lot of people experience colon cancer and things like that. And this colonic is like a holistic natural way to clear out a lot of that gunk that's sitting in your colon and your um, intestines. So it's an incredible way to, yes, have a flat tummy. And a lot of people go in for like vanity reasons. Um, But the beauty of it is, is you're, you're getting rid of a lot of gunk that's causing acne, that's causing digestive problems. And, you know, the benefits run the gamut. There's so many benefits.
0: Do you follow Melissa Wood at all? Love her, yes. I love, love, love her, and I feel like you guys have very, like, similarly aligned approaches to health and wellness. Um, but she gets colonics, and she recommends this spot in New York that Tina I sent to you. But I feel like it's one of the only places I would trust. I'm like, okay, if Melissa Wood goes there, then I would go there. I feel like it's not the place you want to skimp. Is what I'm saying. Like, you want to make sure you are <laughs> going to a very, very professional, experienced therapist and like it's a nice place and all of that yes
2: yeah, yes there's a place um if anyone's in the city vitality nyc incredible i mean it's again like you said it's a type of place that you want a recommendation for so vitality nyc the best of the best therapists these people have been doing it for over 25 years and they've studied with like the best colon hydrotherapists you could find. And then there's one that just opened in Hoboken too, if you're in Jersey and it's called Alivio wellness.
0: Yes, exactly. You want a recommendation.
2: Yes. Um, I was there because I am the health coach on staff. Over there, but they also offer colonics and lymphatic drainage massages. So you can go there for all of your detox needs. Ugh,
0: those are my favorite. I love a lymphatic drainage massage.
2: Okay, Lale,
0: if you can give women listening just three things that they can do to optimize their health right now, that like anyone can do, what would you say your top three things would be that someone can do
2: today? Yeah, um, it's a lot easier than you think, but probiotic in the morning, more veggies, more water.
1: Okay, everybody take note.
2: <laughs> it's the idea that it's the idea that there's no restriction, it's just alternatives and pushing out some of those, you know, not so great foods with more like when you when I say eat more veggies you're going to get more full on the veggies and then you may not have room to eat the other things. So it's just kind of pushing out instead of restricting.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're going to get more full on a side of sauteed veggies than you are on like a bun. You know, like it, it is, it truly is. Like they make you full. They really, really do. Okay. We want to do some rapid fire questions for you. So just first thing that comes to mind. Sure. What is your favorite cocktail?
2: Ooh. Okay. So when I do drink, I don't drink often, but when I do, I go one of a- of two ways, a Vesper martini recently, or like a Japanese whiskey, just like on the rocks. Oh, classy.
1: <laughs> okay, what is your favorite travel destination?
2: So far, Italy. Oh, that's mine too. Where have you been in Italy? I went to I did like a 10 day trip on my own. I went to Rome and I went to the coast, so like Cinque Terre. And I went to all the little villages over there.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm di- I've been all over Italy, but I haven't been to Cinque Terre. And my brother has been and is obsessed with it. And I'm dying to go. Oh, I love that.
2: Yeah. That's like the pro and the con about Italy. Like you always have to go back because there's just more to see. <laughs>
0: yes. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. What's your favorite thing that you're reading or that you're watching right now?
2: Um, I just watched Mare of Easttown. Oh, so good. Insanely good. Um, And then I'm reading Undocumented Americans. Oh. Which is amazing. That sounds really good.
1: That sounds really good. Um, Okay. So what are your two like desert island beauty products that you cannot live without?
2: Ooh. um, Like a good face oil at night to moisturize. And then, I mean, if I'm on a desert island, like, I guess I have to say sunscreen, but like, that's not fun. That's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> but tell us your favorite, tell us what's your go-to face sunscreen right now. Um, right now I'm using the sheer mineral sunscreen from Supergoop. Oh,
0: nice. I'm, I'm using that. Well, I'm not using that one, but I'm using Supergoop. I'm trying Supergoop right now.
2: Yeah. I would say it's, it's like, I'm maybe an exfoliant. I love, ex- I love exfoliating.
1: So do we. Oh,
2: an exfoliant. Okay, wait. I have
1: one more question before we wrap everything up. Um, before I forget, what's the acupuncture place?
2: I have, I go to Within and it's in Flatiron. I think they have one other location. Okay.
1: So we're going to Vitality. If you're in the city, you're going to Vitality for your colonic. Then you're going to Within for your acupuncture. And then you're getting on.
2: Yeah. They also have cupping, which is a big thing I was looking for. They do acupuncture and cupping in the same session.
1: <gasps> I've been wanting to do cupping so badly. Okay. Okay. We're we're going that. And then everybody goes to loltoldme2.com and gets their session set up with you right away. Yes. Don't forget to follow, rate, and review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And for more content, make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, Patreon,
0: and give us a follow at Obsessed with the Best Pod on Instagram and TikTok.